Anyway, listen to Systematic Understanding of Everything. Yeah. I've, I'm listening to it finally after, after being such a terrible co-host and fan. I am That's finally okay. listening to Systematic Understanding of Everything. And like 80% of it, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then every so often I'll be like, wait, what? Because there's something I just didn't fuck. There's something I didn't know about Exalted. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you like it. It's got BXP oh, yeah. energy. I think it because does, I'm there. <laughs> and Terry. And, and Terry coming in with like weird shit. The yeah. Terry brand. Uh, if you ever wanted to listen to a show with one person desperately trying to move the show along while two other people are like, <laughs> <laughs> that's systematic understanding of everything. Ch- Chaz's airport leash mom. <laughs> two kids going in opposite directions. <laughs> oh, Chaz. Oh, Chaz. You work so hard, Chaz. We appreciate you, Chaz. (laughs) Welcome to Bonus Experience. We are a podcast with a deeper look at the play experience and the finer details of running and writing games. We are queer women speaking with authority about games. We sure fucking are. Uh, also, oh, also, we swear. <laughs> By the way, we swear. Yeah. <laughs> die mad about it. You can, you can die mad about it. We're not going to stop. You can die mad about it. Oh, I'm out of coffee. Damn it. I'm also out All of right. seltzer. Yeah. I'm seltzer, Monica out of a drink. I'm Ray. I'm also out of a drink. Oh, we're sorry. I was just gonna say developer on Scion and Exalted. Nothing, nothing special. I'm a I'm a writer on Scion and Exalted, and a bunch of other stuff too. But same with you. Like you only mentioned yeah, Scion yeah. and Exalted, so we. Yeah, yeah those we'll are the things I'm yeah, a developer on. I was working on a bunch yeah. of other stuff too. It's not stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yes, yeah, I'm gonna get right up against my mic. My pop filter doesn't work. I sure hope that I can edit out all these popped peas. Well, Margaret's trying gonna to have a good time with this later. Trying to hit it from the side i don't know how this is gonna sound <laughs> i'm not talking if i talk directly into the mic it's going to go pop up but if i go over to the side over here what does that sound like that's weird my little my little thing doesn't my little waveform doesn't anyway today's topic <laughs> comes from <laughs> listen listen i'm having a rough time <laughs> let's just get doing, through this you're doing great <laughs> thank you're you doing great Today's topic comes from the BXP Discord. I'm going to talk like a NPR. Sure, do I it. guess I'm going to. Today's topic comes to us from the BXP Discord and can be a real challenge. How do you decide on a concept for a one shot? We're going to do this in the voices that we did for Fall of GR. I'm Anana King, <laughs> and this is Bonus Experience. <laughs> I can't do. I don't know that I could pull back. I don't know if I could bring back the voice that I did for Fall of GR. Like very, I'm gonna have to really get myself it tr- into it again. It was truly inspired. Have you listened to the? I should post the segment. Uh huh. Have you listened to my clip of me doing the Rose Black voice? Yes, I've done. I've, I've, <laughs> I listened to your Rose Black episode. It was fun. I, and that and I was I was gushing at, at Chaz about like that's such a cool idea. How did you pull that off with Monica? Oh my god. And that was when Chaz came back with like, so did I understand you right that you want to be in on this? I was like, that would be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> We've already done an episode on running one shots, but let's recap for the audience. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. There it is in that voice. Anyway. Uh, anyway I already... can't do this whole thing as as it's a psycho, okay. as it's like right. a that's as fine. like a psychotic about to laugh. I can't it's okay. 
Okay. That's right. All all I just did was slow down the way I talk. Just normally. slow down and get a little deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just and enunciate a little bit more clearly. And apparently mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Julia found that unbearably hot. <laughs> Julia. <laughs> she's not home. Julia. <clears throat> oh, she's at work. Yeah, she's at work. We've already done a we've already done an episode on running one shots, but let's recap for the audience. What is okay. a one shot? It's this- a short game. Yeah. Anyway, not any more than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, some people will take this literally and have it only go for one episode, hence the one one episode, one session, hence the whole one shot thing. But <laughs> I, I I tend to be a little more like, I guess, flexible with that. And I'll consider anything that's three sessions or less or like nine hours or less to be a one shot. Okay. Because uh, it, it's basically not it's not a long campaign. It's not a it's not a series. Yeah, I if we want to get technical, and I always do, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I, I would personally call a one-shot a game that intends to be completed in approximately one session of play. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it is the time in which you tell a whole story, uh, though the one-shot is the short story to the campaigns, to a full campaign's novel. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. It's like if a campaign is a novel or a, or a whole series, mm-hmm. then the one shot is going to be a short story or a novella or like a preview chapter or something like that. So with that in mind, how long should you plan to run a one shot? This, this all depends on your circumstances. Um, if you are running a con game, uh, that time frame may already be decided for you. <laughs> yeah, you might you might have a hard <laughs> limit on that. Yeah, you I, might. I, I said like three sessions or less, just assuming that a session would be three hours long. Mm-hmm. But I know there's still some like fucking daredevils out there that do that wild thing where they only game once a month for like 12 hours straight. And if that mega session were a single self-contained game, I think that would still, I think it'd still be a one shot. I was... I was thinking like, oh, I don't know, three hours or so, but you're right. <laughs> I mean, that being said, you're in control of how long you run. And that is entirely up to you. I mean, I know that that sounds like a non-answer, but while we are very smart and attractive people, we can't decide how much energy you spend on a game that you're running. You have to determine the amount of time you feel comfortable running for. Uh, so if you are w- picking a game to play within your comfort limits. Do you think you should pick a game more suited to short-term play? Um, well, I mean, not necessarily, because, um, well, there are there are definitely games written intended to be one-shots or self-contained games, like Alice is Missing, which is great, and I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I, I got in on the Kickstarter. Um, or you can, you know, go check out our recent episodes reviewing uh, The Man and the Stag and Dragon Hearts, which are both intended to be, like, self-contained non-campaign games um but you can take more classic like campaign style systems and modify or house roll them for one shots very easily um for example um if you limit people from taking charms or spells or feats or whatever that have grand time scales attached to them you don't have to worry about them having you know character resources invested in things that wouldn't actually happen in the scale of the one shot you know um you can reduce any game currency that's meant to last an entire campaign like uh like monster of the week has this luck track where you can spend a point of luck to make sure that your character doesn't die from a hit um 
and that's meant to last for a whole campaign as opposed to a session. So if you give them that full amount for a one shot, you're, these guys will be fucking indestructible and you'll have to really like put the screws to them. Um, I also recommend coming with pre-mades when possible for these systems. And I don't mean just PCs. I mean, like if you're playing um, a Forged in the Dark game, which often has a party character sheet as opposed to a player character sheet like scum and villainy has ships and blade in the dark blades in the dark has crews i recommend filling those in for them before you like make basically pre-making those for them or just getting just doing away with them as as needed because it can take a lot of time for everyone to design by committee yeah um but yeah i mean there's like little if you can if you can recognize something in the system that you want to run in that would be like oh but they probably wouldn't get to use that in the one session that we're playing. Just don't, just throw it out. Just don't fucking use it. Yeah. Um, good advice. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, choosing to play a game not specifically intended for short-term play can be kind of hard. Like we just, yeah. we just said, but lots of people manage though, for heaven's sake, lots of people play one shots of D and D. Uh, mm-hmm. For something like D and D, I think I recommend keeping it to one dungeon or one mission type adventure. Um, mm-hmm. I think this also works for Blades in the Dark, which is very much a focused campaign game. Like, Blades in the Dark is yeah. honest, honestly terrible for one-shots. But that doesn't mean I, you can't well, make it work. I don't... Th- I've run pretty... I've run pretty successful uh, Scum and Villainy, which is re- using the same system as Blades in the Dark. I've run Scum and Villainy for con games, and and they were a lot of fun. It, but but you're right that it, you have to you have to be able to look at it and, and think about, okay, they won't be able to use this during this one shot. Right. So I need to steer them away from that. Yeah. I mean, like thinking, they're not going to care about their heat. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's not like heat doesn't matter. Um, you might want to change the stress track because there's no reason not to burn through the whole thing. Um, and downtime like, probably won't downtime be is like a lot matter. of downtime things won't happen. Yeah. yeah. But you, you can still give them, the the uh, sorry this is that this will become a forge in the dark episode it will <laughs> if I keep going <laughs> i mean but yeah to, to pick on one of our other favorites exalted is also a terrible one-shot game yeah it, exalted well, like, would be just, pretty rough it, like you can do an exalted game that's like we're gonna we're going to go into this tomb and look for things or whatever or we're gonna fight this one particular monster you could almost do a D style like here's a problem solve it um, mm-hmm. which will be fun for sure. Uh, but Exalted's like Forge in the Dark assumes long-term play. Yeah. At the very least you could run, you could run like a, a three session one shot, which is, you know, pr- kind of stretching the limit of what a one shot is, but yeah. it'd be, you know, like the jump starts for, for these games, like the Exalted jump start is not, it's meant to be a, a, a jumping off point for a campaign, but it is mm-hmm. still a self-contained thing that you yeah, could play sure. within a set limit. Um, I mean, thinking yeah, about it, yeah. that one mission slash one goal type adventure makes a pretty solid choice for any traditional game specifically designed for campaign play. Yeah, that's. I mean, when I'm when I'm thinking about like what to run for con games, the the one mission mission slash one goal is like the meat and potatoes. It's and it, it's you know it's, it goes back to like you know writing short stories. You don't want to try to just condense a whole novel into. 10 pages you you just focus on one thing that you want to that you want to portray one very specific event or conflict um but yeah the just just boiling it down to you're going to go into one dungeon or even just like you're just doing the one floor of the dungeon can be can be your one shot yeah perfect yeah i think that's a good time to take our mid-episode break oh sure yeah 
Do you have a do you, have a, do you need to go take your pills or something while I do this? <laughs> or are no, we doing actually, this together? Okay. I've taken all my pills and I don't have any coffee left and uh, let's fantastic. I'll right. actually be here for this one. Wow. <laughs> all right, to the to the mid episode break room. Play the music. BXP is brought to you by the Misdirected Mark Network. Bing! <laughs> Become a BXP patron. My hey. husband's here. Hi, Gary. Hey, baby. How was your nap? I got donuts. Do you want some? He's so handsome. <laughs> he's, he, he's been going to the gym for like, how long now? A year straight? And he lost like 80 pounds? So I'm sorry, only 70. Oh, okay. <laughs> only 70 only so anyway he's getting ripped as fuck and um and it makes me feel like a 17 year old like checking out the football players sometimes it's a little except he was never a football but he was like the he was like a band he was in a band and he like would read poetry and smoke cigarettes behind That's... the behind the fucking bleachers and okay um he I, he's in the room right now so i can't <laughs> yeah become a bxp patron become a bxp patron patrons get to chat with us directly here about race husband special discord yeah. roles and exclusive hangouts and you can support us for mm -hmm. as little as a dollar a month yeah that's great um the, the, and i i know we've we talked about it a couple episodes ago but that like the patreon support has been um really 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 helpful <laughs> like this isn't just like this isn't just like a high score or, oh, we're just going to roll around in this money. Like it's, it's honestly become like a, a kind of a side hustle source of income for me. So I don't, I don't, I mean, I can't speak to, to, to Monica, but I can definitely say that you guys have like had a direct impact on my family's like health and safety. <laughs> I love you all very much. <laughs> if you'd rather support BXP without committing to monthly payments, you can still buy a coffee. KO-FI.com slash bonus EXP. And buy our stuff. Go to bxpcast.com slash bxpswag and check out our merch page. Also, don't forget, BXP is sponsored by Nerdy Kepi. You can get all kinds of rad queer swag. Remember to use code bxpcast at checkout for 10% off, which never expires. I just God, bought so much cool stuff on Nerdy Kepi. Fuck what you, okay, tell me what stickers. I just bought a fuck ton oh, of stickers. Because yeah? I'm playing in that municipal softball league and I bought a secondhand oh, helmet, yeah. which I have, which I may <laughs> never use again. So I bought super uh -huh. cheap. Um, it's beat to hell, but it works. Uh, and I'm going to paint it and decorate it with stickers. Oh, my God. That's so cool. I, I have to go back in and um, my my next door neighbor, our, our neighbor friends have two very gay kids. And mm -hmm. I love them so much. And they need masks. And did you did you bring yourself? Oh, um, they need masks. And because high school is starting up and yeah. I'm just going to get like. Like, what What are your guys' flag of choice? You want a trans mask? You want a lesbian mask? I got you covered. <laughs> yeah. And I think Spider is expanding his inventory because he was talking about, like, a couple of his distributors have got a lot more cool shit in. And he's always, like, sharing, like, what do you guys think of these shoes? Are these cool? Ask your young, resident young person if these shoes look cool enough. And yeah. it's, yeah, just yeah. always be checking that place out. You know, I realize that we have this whole bit talking about nerdy keppy but we didn't talk about how nerdy keppy has a whole bonus experience section <laughs> i mean yeah, it's, how it's on having... it's on the bxp swag page but yeah nerdy keppy yeah. also has 
exclusive BXP merch. Yes, uh, very good merch. Not Redbubble. Redbubble yeah, fucking sinks. Redbubble stunks. sucks. Yep. It's, it sucks and stinks. It sunks. It sunks. Yep. That's what I was trying to say. Perfect. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, just don't forget that saying nice things is always free. So leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google, wherever, and help us get more listeners and then more patrons and then help support Ray's family. Yeah. Please, sir. This is my emotional support podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Should I do the should I do the the, the um the MMP ad in the Rose Black voice? Oh yeah, do it. Okay. All right, hold on. <clears throat> if you like bonus, yeah, yeah. If you like bonus experience, you'll also like Panda's Talking Games. Phil and Senda answer your questions about RPGs from the perspective of one shots and campaigns with some panda silliness. If you listen to it, you will love it. Or so the rumors say. <laughs> Thank you, Ajava. <laughs> Miss, Miss Ajava. Sergeant Ajava. Commander. Commander, Commander Ajava. Captain, Thank you. Uh, I don't know. General? I'm not sure. General. I'm so glad you were able to take time away from your busy life <laughs> to do a subjugating for <laughs> the peasants <laughs> to do a, to do a bump for pain of hockey games thank you so much <laughs> so what games make great one with game ping pong one more time uh, give me a second sure <laughs> Um, what games make great one-shots? Uh, any of the games we've reviewed in our BXP Reads episodes are ideal for short-term play. We kind of talked about that a little bit earlier. Um, though they are also mostly improv or storytelling games. Um, which, you know, you might not be interested in that kind of game. That's okay. Mm. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we did just talk right before the break about adapting, um, other games for short-term play. So, hey, maybe take our advice. <laughs> It seems to me like Firebrands is probably a good choice for punchy single session games because yeah. a couple of the 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 narrative based games that we've seen so far have been like Firebrands and single like encapsulated experiences. Um, I also recommend a lot of the pre made settings for Fate. Um, mm -hmm. They can make pretty great one shots given Fate's relatively lightweight system. Um, I ran a pretty satisfying Camelot trigger game for a local uh, local game day a few years back. God, was it really a few years? Yeah, I think it wasn't it was. last year. It was definitely wasn't last year. Shit. God damn. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, the the Fates Worlds supplements are relatively inexpensive and they come with like really great little not just like the setting, but also like here's some rules changes, here's some suggested scenarios. And that's where I that's what I plucked Camelot Trigger from, which is any anytime we talk about like Oh, what's your favorite weird like game setting? I jump right to Camelot Trigger because it's um, a space mecha Arthurian legend game <laughs> where all the knights have giant robots and they fight each other rad. in space. And Merlin is Merlin is like a an AI, and they're, you're fighting the rogue AI Morgana, and it's very good. Um, that's yeah, the name that's of my, my recommendation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So having played Bluebeard's Bride once is a spooky Halloween game, which is on the story told uh, as an AP. Um, it is fantastic, and you should go listen to it. Um, Chaz really went above and beyond editing it to make it extra scary. Um, that was great. I had a great time, uh, and I kind of <laughs> want to do that again. Like, it's not a game I think I would want to play regularly, but to play as, like, Halloween game 
super yeah. super fun um which yeah. i also might be willing or and able to play dread uh or 10 candles you know one of those storytelling spookum games uh yeah, yeah which is yeah. which is like telling ghost stories but also a game yeah you know, i want to get in one of those so bad but <laughs> dread and 10 candles both have you know material components component, to yeah. them <laughs> material component so like it's a spell to... yes <laughs> you can't play this without your Without your Jenga set. I think you can component. play Jenga on Tabletop Sim. <gasps> or or knock off Jenga. fucking Galaxy Brain. Oh, shit. Playing so, Dread on so Tabletop Sim. So maybe, maybe we should try playing Dread on Tabletop Sim. Oh, fuck. Yeah. We could, we could, awesome. We could possibly... Well, you can also stream Tabletop Sim through Discord so we could theoretically play Dread for the patrons or oh Discord. Oh, my God. All right. You all know right, what also right, occurred right, to right, me? Right. I didn't write it on the outline, but Lady fucking Blackbird. Lady Blackbird. Lady Blackbird. Yes. Yeah. Lady fucking Blackbird. <laughs> is a beautiful, great. Beautiful game. Free. Get yeah. it. Fun as hell. Not only. So it also. Let's talk about this for a second because it just struck me like lightning. It comes with pre-made characters. So you don't mm-hmm. have to spend. Mm-hmm. You just have to pick who you want to be. It comes with a pre-packaged story about those characters. So you already know what's going on. Uh, and then you just play to see what happens and sort of make up the story as you go. And it's very much intended to be played until you're done telling the story. So you can play it for a long time or you can just play it for a couple hours at a con. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty good. So now that we've talked about some good examples, how can I come up with good ideas for one shots? Which okay, is the crux of the whole episode, but also I want to know this is this is Ray time because I'm terrible at coming up with anything short term. So the good news is that a lot of like boutique or indie or single session experience sort of games come with the conceit baked right in. Like like Dragon Hearts has it starts off with like you are dragons. Here's the here's the situation. Here's what your goal is. Now play. Um, but if you're going for a one shot in a system or setting built to support campaigns like D and D, I recommend picking a single a single intriguing hook to focus on instead of coming to the table with like I don't know what do you guys want to do, um, because then you know your whole session is going to be spent on deciding what to play. Um, I recommend an elevator pitch like what you would expect for a movie, and in fact I have a I have a kind of perverse love of reskinning movies into one shots. Um, my local, um, my local gaming group still speaks really fondly of, uh, the alien inspired one shot that I ran in monster of the week. Um, for just to run with this as an example, like the hook was you're a crew trapped on your spaceship with a hostile and murderous alien. Can you survive this alien and also each other? I came to the table with pre-maids for them to choose from because given Monster of the Week has classes that rely on magic and this is not, Alien doesn't have magic in it. Um, I wanted to make sure that I had like certain archetypes ready for them. I also included like a really brief backstory, including a secret that they were, that each of them had, because obviously one of them would have to secretly be an android if this is going to be an alien inspired game. Um, They all had severely diminished luck tracks so Mm -hmm. that they wouldn't be like unkillable machines. I reskinned the magic moves to be about hacking the ship's intelligent agent instead of like casting spells. 
Um, and by the end of it, like they technically won, I guess they survived the monster by locking the monster in the rear of the ship and like jettisoning the cockpit, like Star Trek the enterprise style. Um, but then the game ended on a question of whether or not their unscrupulous employee would actually like come rescue them because they seemed really more intent on like getting the alien. (laughs) So, and this is all after two of them like died messily in like really interesting ways. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I apparently like was able to evoke that feeling of, you know, space spookiness really well because they still talk about it. Um, but if you have like, like a favorite, like another, like another pipe dream for me is that I'd really love to run like a predator inspired D and D game where like the, the, the party starts with one assumption, like, okay, we're just going in here to like rescue someone that got like trapped or lost in this jungle. But then the session becomes, okay, but there's actually this, this, monster that's way outside your your cr like hunting you down how do you guys survive and then like that's the whole one shot um it's it's about like basically picking just one one thing that you want to focus on as opposed to with a campaign you come up with the setting and all of these stakes questions and oh will you convince the monarch to send their aid will you be able to arrange a political marriage between and with a one shot it's just like if there's a monster hunting you, get away. <laughs> and, that, and that's, you can find three hours of fun in that, I promise. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't have better advice than that. <laughs> yes, or, or, I have the best advice. advice. You know what, that was a really <laughs> stupid way to phrase that. I just meant like, I don't have anything to add. That's really great. Why did Thank I say you. that like an asshole? <laughs> I didn't think you were being an asshole. Oh, okay, great, great. I'm glad you didn't think I was being an asshole. I thought it sounded no. a little dickish. Um, no, but uh, yeah, no, that's great advice. Um, thank you. I've learned something. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love running one shots. Honestly, <laughs> you know, I there's think, just it's so low pressure. I think there's some misconception that one shots are somehow simpler or easier. Um, and you were just, necessarily. I mean, what you described to me is a lot of work. You were like, well, I put all this thought into it of like yeah. this plot. I made all these things ahead of time. I removed these resources. I took out these rules that didn't need to apply because they're for campaign play and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's a lot of work. Honestly, um, I think like any, like when I try to think, okay, I'm going to run a campaign this time. I do put the same level of thought into planning the campaign, but I run out of steam actually running a campaign with a one shot it's like max three sessions and it, and i guess it works for my level of of adhd because i can really fixate on making this experience really really good for a couple of sessions and not feel the pressure to continue being interested in it for you know any time after that if that right. makes sense yeah uh, the advice for how to continue running campaigns is a it's another episode that's a completely different episode. Yeah, the, the crux of that, which because someone else asked me that question while we were fielding questions for episodes, uh, which is basically just you have to make it a habit. That's how you keep. Yeah. A, that's how you keep a successful campaign going. I'm sure we could stretch a whole episode out of that. Because we sure when you fucking say make could. it a habit. I'm like, I don't even. I don't know how to do that though. Yeah, <laughs> how do habit? Repetition. Okay, let's wrap this up, Monica. Yeah. I got. Where can they find do. our show? You can find our show at bxpcast.com, part of the Misdirected Mark Network. Bing! How about the email? Do they do the email? We do 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 the email, but I do remember to check sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) Yep. That is bxpcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Dee just messaged me. 
Uh, and okay. I said 215, right? And I meant money. And I think she meant time. And she just said, that works for me. And I was like, no, I'm not negotiating price, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> D's like, make that out to Lausanne. Um, <laughs> we're on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter. It's a bonus EXP cast. I personally am also on Twitter. It's Ray W. Cole. I am also um, on Twitter. I am at Zena Sun. And I think that's everything. I that think that's is it. everything. I need to go All right. get ready to do stuff. Yes, everybody yeah. get out. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta let them And change the it if you want to. I love how you always are like, at the end of the episode, you like lean away from the microphone like you're just gonna leave it. Like I'm just gonna leave. Yeah, it's a, you're I'm gonna go now. It's a bit. Like that. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Anyway, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>